not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with Aaron Rodgers because the sports world still talking about the crazy, the freakish injury that we watched Monday night. And Mojo, now for the first time, Aaron Rodgers is actually breaking his silence and not just talking about the injury, but also talking about his football future. So Aaron, of course, uh, you know, can only imagine what he's been going through. Uh, hits up his social media account, goes on Instagram Mojo, and this is part of what the four-time NFL MVP had to say. I'm completely heartbroken and moving through all of the emotions, but deeply touched and humbled by the support and love. Please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as I begin the healing process. The night is darkest before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. Now, Mojo, for me, and tell me if you think I'm misinterpreting this here, a lot of people have questioned whether we'd ever see Aaron on a football field again as a player. Rising again, I think, to me, sounds like Aaron Rodgers saying, hey, I'm not done, and I'm going to be back under center in an NFL uniform. Probably. But not definitely, I would say, Babcock. I will rise yet again. Doesn't right. mean he's going to rise again on a football field. It just might mean that he is going to be back in the limelight being completely and utterly successful in some walk of life. I mean, yeah, this probably relates to football. I would bet right. money that it relates to a football comeback for sure. Um, but Sometimes with these cryptic messages, you never know what the athlete has under their sleeve. There could be somewhat even bigger of a play, at least in, in their mind. You never know what's coming next. And also, let's keep in mind, a statement like this is somewhat premature. We have no idea how long this injury is going to take. Right. I mean, more or less, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to learn how to walk again. I yeah. went through a similar injury. I know how debilitating it can be and how long you're on the shelf. And when you're 39 years old, if you're on the shelf for a year, it's just unbelievable how fast every other right. muscle begins to deteriorate. Now, you know, there's a big difference between living normally and comfortably and being able to compete at the highest level at the most demanding mental and physical position in football. So I think there's still a long road ahead. But again, I, we're, we're poking through holes here right now. I still think at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is going to want to come back. I mean, he finally, I hate to say it, got away from my Green Bay Packers to explore greener pastures, was so hyped about this season. So was literally everyone else, everyone that watches football wanted to see how this season was going to go. And now we're not going to have any, not one of our questions answered from how this situation was going to go. But long road ahead, but he's got it in him. He's got that competitive spirit. If there is anything in his power he can do to get back, he's going to do it. Yeah, I agree with you, Mojo. Now you talked about the Green Bay Packers and Aaron leaving the Packers. Uh, interesting moment for the Packers fans when Aaron went down. You've had some fans who actually celebrated Aaron being hurt. I think that's kind of gross. 
Uh, you've obviously had some Packers fans who have uh, expressed remorse that their former quarterback is going through what's the toughest moment for him professionally, at least. Mojo, we actually had an opportunity to speak with uh, a guy who uh, knows Aaron Rodgers well. He is one of the greatest Packers of all time, at least on the defensive side of the ball, the Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler. Now, Leroy, uh, I asked him, I was talking to him today, Mojo, I asked him about Aaron's injury. He actually had some advice, not necessarily when it comes to the physical side of things, more the mental side. Take a look. I've been there before. I broke my shoulder on Lambeau Field. And then you go there, and then the mental health starts to set in, because I'm having a mental health summit October 28th in Milwaukee. The mental health is, okay, I can't play, I can't help my team, I'm useless now, but that's not true. Try to understand, you're still number eight next year as well. And then Zach, the young quarterback that everybody gave up on, it's going to help catapult him. Go to him and say, you're the guy now. Tom Brady ain't coming by. Colin Kaepernick, none of these guys are coming. You're the guy. Next thing you know, the Jets are going a great place. If that doesn't happen, Zach gonna look over his shoulder and say, any day some guy's coming through the door to take my job again. I mean, he's he's 100 yeah. percent right. The mental game is going to be the biggest part of it. I mean, there's so many questions going through Aaron Rodgers head right now. He doesn't even know how he was going to play this year. So there's all of that. But again, 39 years old with one of the worst possible injuries to happen to him. It's a long road ahead. And even then, what what's left afterwards? I mean, how many years was he planning on continuing to play anyways? The best thing you can do is keep your mind strong. Of course, easier said than done. But this is he's going to be out for a long time. He's going to have a lot of time to reflect. And in a lot of ways, this will probably be uh, the most challenging portion of his career. Mojo, the Colorado and Colorado State rivalry game that's going down this weekend. College football just got a whole lot more spicy because the Colorado State coach, Mojo, I think he might have made a bit of a mistake here. So Jay Norvell is his name, Colorado State University head coach. Mojo, he took a shot at Deion Sanders. Yeah, the Deion Sanders, who is the new coach of Colorado, who has them humming right now. 2-0. They beat TCU. They beat Nebraska. They're the 18th ranked team in the country. They got a lot of studs on the team, and I think they may have actually angered Deion Sanders. We're going to hear from Deion first the comments that probably irked primetime. Take a look. I'm with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught <laughs> There it was. Mojo was short and sweet, clearly taking a shot at Dion. He likes his sunglasses, likes his hat, and seemingly Jay Norville not happy that uh, Dion sometimes wears those things while he's uh, talking with other grown-ups. Mojo, today Dion Sanders got wind of those comments, was at practice, and had something to say about it. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out of here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some that Dan said about us. Talk to us. Once again, why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they unmasked around and made it what? It was just going to be a good game. Personal. Damn, mess around and made it. Now it's it was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they'll mess around and made it. Personal. 
There it is, Mojo. Do you think when Saturday rolls around that this is actually going to have an effect on the game? I should say Colorado was already something like 18-point favorites, near 20-point favorites over Colorado State. So it seems Colorado State was overmatched to begin with, and now you've got Dion fired up. So last week, Colorado State played Washington, who's ranked 23rd, and How'd that go? Babcock, they lost 50 to 24. <laughs> so that that's what we're coming off of. All right. Okay. So a 50 to 24 loss. If I'm Jay, Coach Jay, I'm probably not gonna go instigating against a team right. who is on fire right now. Right. I mean, look, to an extent. I see what he's trying to do. It wasn't that bad of a jab. It wasn't that no. personal. Dion knows how he dresses when he leaves the house in the morning. Right. <laughs> so maybe he's trying to create some sort of competitive rivalry here. And that's fun. I like that. <laughs> I like to have a little trash talk going into a game. Mojo, if you were on his team, would you be looking at the coach like, come on, man, like, I got to go out there. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going with this. If I was a player on that team, I'd be like, hey, coach. What are you doing to me? I'd, I'd have a few choice words <laughs> to say, close your mouth. It'd actually probably be the same thing that my coaches used to tell me when I'd start chirping and, uh, and talking trash. But this actually is a little bit more of an insult than you would think. Let's not forget what the number one job of a college coach is versus an NFL coach. It's teaching student athletes, young men, taking them from being boys to being men, mm. all right? That is your job is to shape these kids' futures. And when you're talking about <laughs> teaching your team how to handle talking to adults, being adults as if you were children, I mean, you are really poking a hole in the leadership of a college coach, if you're following what I'm saying. So, very passively disrespectful. I don't want to say it was too passive because it was pretty <laughs> a pretty direct message here, but I think there's a little more in that dig than you think there was. But, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're Colorado, if you're the Sanders family, are you sweating Colorado State and what Coach Jay had nah. to say? I'd say Please. who? I am the best cornerback ever, one of the most explosive players ever. Real quick, Mojo, before we move on, do you think there's any chance that it somehow motivates the Colorado State guys and they play better than they would have had their coach not said what he said about Dion? Oh, absolutely. I mean, whether it's a coach or a teammate, if someone on your team goes talking trash, even if you know they are wrong, <laughs> you have no choice but to escalate right. your game for at minimum just to prepare yourself for an escalated game on the other side of the ball, people may be trying to take cheap shots, go through the echo of the whistle. You got to be ready for anything when a party on either side starts sounding off like that. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, could Vernon Davis be thinking about making a comeback to the NFL? Been four years since he played in an NFL game, but the Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion tells us that he's willing to listen to offers. We're gonna hear from Vernon Davis next on TMC Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, Vernon Davis uh, was uh, one time an NFL star, but now 39 years old Mojo has not played football in the NFL since 2019 when he was on the Washington football team, Mojo. And I know you're, you know, you're flashing that Maryland Terrapins jersey because, of course, Vernon Davis is, uh, you know, from uh, the great university uh, down there in Maryland. He's not done, though, Mojo. I recently had a conversation. Nice jersey. I recently had a conversation with Vernon Davis, and although he has not played in four seasons, that doesn't mean that he's necessarily done playing, especially if somebody is willing to cut him a fat check. You've been away for now a few years. Do you miss it, or you've got so many big and and cool things going on away from football? Are you just enjoying life and and not missing the NFL? You know what? I can see I. I do miss football sometimes, but I don't think about it because I'm so busy with other things, with the movies and the producing and just coming up with creative ideas. But sometimes when I'm sitting around and I'm watching football, I'm like, I should come out of retirement and go back in and just just prove to everyone and show everyone that I can play at a high level, even after taking four years off. Is there any realistic chance that that would happen? Yeah, if somebody make me the right offer, yeah, absolutely. Whoever needs a tight end, I come in. If it's all connected, you know, from a winning standpoint as well as financially, yeah. Come on, I'll come off the bench. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. Let's go. Mojo, I remember when Vernon came into the league, he had some of the most amazing, some of the most incredible combine statistics, and obviously the game tape was there as well. Could the fact that he has not played in four years actually be a benefit because his body's fresh? And could this actually happen? Or is it just too too much time's passed by? Oh, man. It, look, let's be honest. It's probably a bit of a stretch here. Yeah. Am I saying it's impossible? Absolutely not, because Vernon Davis is absolutely an outlier. I mean, if yeah. you take it back to college, and I know Vernon. He's been a good buddy for years. At the University of Maryland, where we have very, very competitive strength and conditioning records, Vernon held every single record for every category in college. Those numbers were insane. Then he goes to the combine and absolutely obliterates it. And he only got stronger. Mojo, he ran a 4.38 at the combine in the uh, 40-yard dash. The man is a tight end that weighs like 250. Yeah, say that again, Babcock. 4.38. 4.38. In the like, combine. What? Ride receivers would kill for time like that. Defensive backs. I mean, that's absurd. He was just out of this world. So, you know, Vernon's been staying in shape. Of course, he's doing his Hollywood thing now, yeah. and it's been going, 
extremely well for him, actually. Yeah. Usually players don't pick up and be able to run with the ball in another sport, another yeah. opportunity like he's been able to do. But he stayed in shape. So obviously he's not going to be putting up the numbers he used to, but he had a lot of slack to where he could <laughs> fall back a few steps yeah. and still be miles ahead of just about everybody else. So four years off, he's going to be healed up. Just about every injury he had playing ball is more or less going to be resolved. He is going to be fresh. And as long as he's been keeping up with it and staying in shape, Hey, again, I'm not saying this is the most likely of things to happen, but it is certainly possible, especially when dudes start dropping later in the season. Tyreek Hill had one of his best games ever. The guy was absolutely unstoppable, more than 200 yards uh, in week one. But not actually my favorite thing that he has done this week, Mojo, because uh, Tyreek Hill did something absolutely awesome for a a young kid in South Florida. So let me set up the story first. There's a uh, boy named Franco. Now, Franco recently went viral, Mojo, because uh, look, look at him out there on the playground with his little buddies, just tearing everybody up. He's got bigger kids. Look at them. They can they, they finally get him down, but it, it takes multiple guys, Mojo. He is blindingly fast. Look at that catch right there. I mean, this kid, Franco, is incredible. And, of course, he did it while wearing his Tyree Kill jersey. That's a catch that any NFL player would have been proud to make. What a catch. So, Mojo, Tyree Kill, he must have seen this video and wanted to do something nice for Franco. And did he ever actually surprise Franco at his school? It was such an awesome, such an adorable and a sweet moment. Take a look. For me, that's as good as it gets. And at the end of the day, the wins and the losses are very important. But what an awesome moment that that kid, Franco, and his buddies will never forget. Yeah, I mean, this has got to be the coolest part of the job, right? Being able to create that reaction among kids who <laughs> are hopefully going to get to where you are one day yeah. that saw what you do on a field and they work that much harder with a goal in mind, able to overcome any struggles that they are going through. Uh, to, to overcome in the end and, and make something special of themselves. And this is where it starts right here. And for Tyreek, during season when life is absolutely crazy and insane and you got game prep and bumps and bruises to nurse and the playbook to get into and workouts to do and yada, 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 everything that goes with the season, to take time out of your schedule to go and make an appearance like this is just really cool. Brought the jersey, gave the kid a gift which is absolutely awesome. Hopefully it came with some game tickets for uh, hopefully the yeah. whole class. And there's a lot of kids out there, not just the one that was wearing his jersey and shredding everybody else. 
Maybe the other ones need more help, actually, since they were getting done. Right, yeah, really. They're, they're the ones that actually need the coaching. And forget it. You give Franco some Tyreek Hill coaching, and I'm scared. I'm, I'm afraid for how good he can be. This was awesome. I, I cannot give uh, you know a, a big enough kudos to Tyreek Hill. Mojo, I remember when uh, I was a kid, and in, uh, it was like 1991, going to Giants camp, and I still remember talking to the Giants punter. Like That's how important and, and impressionable you are as a kid. Can you imagine? after Tyreek Hill just goes, scores all these touchdowns, all these catches, 200-plus yards, and for them to be with him just days later, this is truly something that those kids will never, ever, ever forget and uh, could not congratulate Tyreek Hill anymore for Yeah, that was such a cool moment, Mojo. And, and talk about a guy who uh, you might like Justin Jefferson better. You might say he's the best wide receiver in the league, but I, I don't know if there are too many players that you would take first over Tyreek Hill right now. I mean, he is that explosive mojo. Speaking of football, we know Aaron Rodgers, the fallout still continues, Mojo, still the story that is absolutely rocking the league. And do we ever have a good one tomorrow? Uh, we're going to be joined, Mojo, by uh, the guy who was uh, eventually replaced by Aaron Rodgers, uh, the great uh, Hall of Famer, Brett Favre. Uh, we're going to talk with him tomorrow. Lots of things to talk to Brett about, obviously. Um, what does he think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? What will happen with Aaron Rodgers? Is he going to come back? We've got a lot of questions uh, for number four. We're going to ask them all tomorrow, Mojo. Brett Favre on Aaron Rodgers doesn't get much better than that. Should be a great show. Brett Favre joining us tomorrow should make tomorrow the best show since today, right? I would say so. <laughs>